our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Pharmacy is now open. What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of VGRX, your weekly dose of video game news, knowledge, and know-how. And what what is the other one we're saying? Uh, There's one more thing. Banter. Ba- is it banter? You're, you're still banter. forgetting oh, one. Oh, banter. There's trivia, man. Oh, trivia. Yeah, trivia. How did you forget trivia? trivia? Because it's been two weeks, okay? Two weeks? We are back, guys. Hey, we're we back. missed you. Yes. Yeah. I have Zach hey. here, and I have Britton What's here. What's up, you guys? Dan, uh, he's here in spirit. Uh, mm-hmm. He has yeah, actually sick. lost his voice, and it is a legitimate thing. Yeah. Uh, he has to have a little sign out saying that he's lost his voice whenever he talks to people, too. Yeah. So... It's pretty cute. We miss him. Yeah, we do. We and miss talking to him. We miss talking to him, and we miss you guys. Um, Sorry for our absence. Yeah, for our absence. Technical difficulties for one, and then the second one was uh, the, you were on the vacation, face, Britain. The just did not align. Britain, Britain you were gone, and yep. then Dan was, was, was still sick, and then me and Zach realized that we would have we, a horrible show. We don't have good conversations. Oh, it would have been so, so much fun. I would have listened to it. <laughs> oh, would For you? what it's worth. Yeah. Aw. We tried to invite Killian, but he was like, nah, I don't want to hang out with you guys. So, someday there's bound to be some one-on-one stuff We had on. it. We had it. Well, that's right. That's yeah. what we kind of based our decision off of. Yeah. Is that uh, we had that one-on-one Did show. Did I tell you guys? It was awful. That was, that was one of my favorite episodes. No, it wasn't. You're lying. You are great. You're lying your teeth. I'm not lying. Look, how's this? But I'm sound? not completely serious. How, how about you just? I'll just mute your microphone now. Right. I'll just talk to Zach for an entire hour. Okay. Okay. And then since this will be a little bit longer. Okay. So, uh, Zach, how are you doing today? I'm great, man. How are you? That's great. All right. <laughs> okay, you're back. I'm sorry. Hey guys, we have a, we have a really Rude. big. We have a huge show. We have a really big docket today. We have yeah, we have a, a ton of stuff to catch up on. Some of it I'm sure you've already heard of. But we're going to try and get through of it, uh, most of it. Uh, it might go a little bit over an hour. We'll see. Um, but we're going to hit it off right now. Zach, we had a question a couple weeks ago. And honestly, I don't remember it. And I'm going to be completely honest. I don't remember my answer. Okay. <laughs> so, so we'll just guess now and then you tell us the answer. Luckily, I remembered. Wow. Uh, but I asked how many studios are under uh, Sony and Microsoft? Oh, how yeah. many video games? Oh, you remember that question? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I think I said 13. For which? For I think I said thirteen for Sony and like ten for Xbox. Yeah, I was right there too in that yeah. neighborhood. I want to say. So, hit us with it. Uh, under Microsoft and Sony's official websites, mm-hmm. not Wikipedia or anything like that, they have twelve each. Wow, Ooh, we were pretty darn close. Wow. Nice work, us. Nice. Yeah, okay, sounds about yeah. right. And for Microsoft, that's because of a lot of recent acquisitions. Like, if yes. you flash back yeah. eight months from now, it was more like six. It was more like half that. So. Now, even uh, Sony has a sub uh, studio called Subreddit X- XDev, and mm-hmm. it's an external development studio. So they have a bunch of different little tiny studios underneath that. Yeah, uh, but. That doesn't count. Yeah, that'd be tough to count as yeah. extra studios. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. So yeah, cool. 12 each. Sounds about right. We have a lot of studios. You didn't include Nintendo in that. I didn't even think about it. That's all right. How could would, you not think about it? I don't man? know. All we do is talk about so Nintendo. Would, would they have? Would they even have any information on that, do you think? Yeah, do we you could find out. They released it. They released, well, they showed a uh, like an overview of um, when they were 
really talking about like the nitty. The, it was a while back, the nitty gritty of the Switch, mm-hmm. and they were showing like all the third uh, third party developers and stuff like that. And first and, and first, second is yeah, what we're talking about. Yeah, so first and second developers. I want to say they have party. like three or four internal studios in Japan. And then mm-hmm. there's studios like Retro here yeah. in the States. There's uh, Camelot, I think, is one of their second party studios. Would would Hal be considered a Hal, second? Hal, yeah, absolutely. Would that be a second or first? That would be a second. And I don't even know the difference, really. Second, I guess, is studios that they don't own but make games exclusively for them yeah and then first it would be nintendo themselves stuff they own yeah yeah i would say they like, don't have a ton either it's how kinda... how game freak yeah those ones it's all about the third parties it is clearly it is hey man the the switch has been killing it so you speaking of switch by the way what do you want to say about the switch um i want to say that pokemon let's go pikachu and eevee's whoa um whoa can, shots can, fired right off the bat can you give us some critical insight to why you think it's bad i okay so i've do we want to start off with this? Is this what we're going to We start already off? did, and it's okay, your fault. Go. Go <laughs> awesome. Um, so I have been a Pokemon fan for a long, long time, and um, I, I was super excited for a Pokemon. I was um, super jazzed up about it, ready to go, um, ready to play the new Pokemon game, and I was just disappointed because it feels like they ripped Pokemon Yellow Made it 3D because that was the gimmick, and threw Pokemon Go on top because. Just, so, so just what you're because. saying, what you're saying is this game is 100 percent as advertised. It's exactly what Nintendo told us we were getting I for know, months and months. And I months. just thought I don't know why you would expect anything other than that. I was already a little disappointed. Like I was excited, but I was also skeptical and a little disappointed by just some of the stuff i enjoy mm-hmm. doing the whole grinding thing i don't enjoy catching pokemon and having all my pokemon gain xp like that's just boring it's not that much different man. it, it is it is a lot in different. my opinion it is a lot different because it it removes maybe 10 seconds of back and forth from the beginning of each encounter I and guess. that's it you're just weakening your pokemon and then throwing the ball in this you're just throwing the ball i guess what i've been experiencing is actual <laughs> the throwing mechanics is trash it's pretty bad and well you know why that is right why it's it's all pretty much based on random numbers yeah there's no actual finesse or you know specifics to the way you move the remote to throw the ball i think that's a big missed opportunity yeah if they added some of the finesse that was involved in pokemon go even on Mm -hmm. on mobile where you put spins on it and stuff yeah that could have made things way more interesting you get more xp for doing that or you have a better chance of catching the pokemon maybe but there's none of that it's really just like how Fast you flick it and then yeah. your timing. Yeah. And that's it. I think it's missed opportunity. Yeah, there. they could have like had it where they like you hold the A button and then the ball appears like in front of the like controller or whatever, and then yeah. you throw it, let go of the button, and then they will they can do that. The motion controls are really solid exactly. in, the, in the Wii remotes. So, or the, the Wii remotes. Wow. wow. Who are you? I'm in the Wayback Machine here. The the ice the, cubes. The Joy Con. The ice cubes. Ice yeah. cube holders. See yeah. that and that's what I'm talking about. They they offered this feature and talk so big about it and mm-hmm. With something like this, that would be so simple to implicate. Yeah, they just didn't do it. I almost hope they patch that and add some add some more nuance to the throwing mechanics because that is what you're spending a lot of time in this game doing is yeah. throwing the ball. And if it's really just flinging your wrist over and over the exact same gesture, the same motion, yeah, it gets old. I, I agree. D- uh, the things I do enjoy, and I will say this, is I do enjoy um, the way the game looks. It looks very pretty, very polished, mm-hmm. um, and I enjoy. Being able to see Pokemon 
Oh, that's great, isn't wandering it? Wandering around. No that, random encounters. Yes. I think that's what people like the most. It feels I love that. like you're in the wild with the Pokemon. Exactly. Like they're existing there. Exactly. And that that's something that's really appealing to me, but I'm Scotty, sorry. I just, this, this game's not for you, man. I'm sad about it. It was not made for so, you. I, I spent $80 on... $80? Well, how'd you do that? I bought the Pokeball one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Also, the Pokeball is is pretty bad too. I've heard. You have a very specific complaint, right? So specifically for me, I hate that you hold it. It's a round object, so it's it's going to tend to move in your hand. Sure. But the the actual button of it is your Joy-Con. It is your your move stick. And then you have the B button on top. But if you move the ball, if the move if the ball moves in your hand even slightly, you going forward will make you start going left or right or something like that. And there's other buttons that you need to use in the menu, which the Pokeball just does not have. It has A, it has B, and it has Move. Sure. So you can't. You have to use a different controller to be able to open your Pokemon box to transfer Pokemon oh, wow. or switch your Pokemon out. You have to use a different controller. That's annoying. It is very annoying. I'm just using a single Joy-Con, yeah. and it, it works wonderfully. And that's what I switched to. Okay, But gotcha. it makes me feel like I wasted 50 bucks yeah. on a a half finished I mean controller. I hear that thing feels good it's got a nice weight it does. to it it's a cool like yeah. collectible I guess but yeah. not very functional huh? nope that's not that's, at all that's another missed opportunity unfortunate yeah. and yeah it was 40 50 bucks <clears throat> yeah it was it was as expensive as a um as a pro controller wow so that's nuts man for a little pokeball here's you want to you want to hear the good side of Pokemon <clears throat> let's go well, I'm, in your opinion. Well, uh, ki- <laughs> kind of in its design philosophy altogether, my kids love this game. They've never really been into Pokemon. They're still pretty young, so there hasn't been an opportunity in the last few years for me to introduce <clears throat> them to Pokemon, other yeah. than 3DS, I guess. But um, this is a really, really amazing jumping off point for someone who's never played Pokemon yeah, before. for a new generation. Absolutely. And, and it's a good place to start. I would always recommend going with red, blue, and yellow Yeah, because you only have 150 to really no. Yeah. And then once you see them a million times and they come ingrained in your head, you're like, man, I can do another hundred. Gen 1 will always be my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I, I say that. I don't know if it'll always be true, but I mean, here we are know. eight generations later and it's still the truth for me. Gen I two, love those Gen designs. Three. There's something magical about them. Yeah, they're simplistic. There's, there's, you know, hits here and there in later generations. Pokemon I really liked and gravitated toward, but yeah. like all of the original 150 are awesome. Except mm-hmm. Jinx. What the heck? <laughs> It's a weird Pokemon, Jinx isn't is it? is a point of controversy, I'll tell you what. I don't even know what to make of that. Well, anyway, if Dan was here, I'm sure we could keep talking about it all so day long. But we have a, a new Pokemon game coming out next year, right? Oh, yeah. Joy of Joy. So I've, yep. heard, I've heard that this is probably going to contribute a lot to next year's game. Contribute? What as, do you mean? Like get the install base design up? Design-wise, how they're going to make it, but... Hopefully next year. Where'd you hear this? Because I think that's exactly the opposite of true. And I hope that's the opposite of the truth. What I'm hoping is that this game is kind of an outlet for that team, that studio, to get the skewing younger um, elements of the Pokemon design in its own area so that that will free them up to make a more hardcore, more... I don't want to say adult-oriented, but more longtime fan-oriented Pokemon experience that will please people like Scott and Dan. People that have been playing it every generation and are waiting for some really cool iterations that dramatically overhaul the way that game works and maybe give it more depth that it hasn't had before. So I hope, I hope they keep making Let's Go games. Maybe, like maybe they keep revamping old games in the series generationally and add more Pokemon, but then at the same time keep going with the core franchise and now 
are maybe a little unbridled and are able to do whatever they want with it and make it a much deeper, richer experience. You have two different franchises running concurrently. It opens up a lot of possibilities. Mm-hmm. So I hope that's the case. If, if we see uh, the next proper game have just like the throwing mechanic and maybe no wild Pokemon battles, I don't think Scott's going to be very happy. No. I don't think a lot of longtime fans are going to be very happy about I, that. I think the thing is, is Pokemon Go is cool and it's, it's very popular right now. So I see why they did it. Mm-hmm. But it's fine for the phone, but not for a Pokemon game. It works fine for me. I know it does. It speeds things up a little bit. I guess. Like, I'm just do sad. you really like the trudge, the grind of yes. farming XP yes. from wild Pokemon? Yes. Do you? Yes. In those games, in previous games, hasn't it more been um, battles that are the primary source of XP mm-hmm. rather than wild Pokemon Ex- farming? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it changes that up pretty dramatically, but it gives you an option to level up without spending hours and hours and hours of just repetitive battles. Yeah, I know. But I think the thing is, especially for me, and this is going to sound really dumb and just stupid but let's, let's hear it i i like the fact that it takes time because then you're not just switching pokemon because you know you can you're sticking with a select few that you really really like and you think you've made a really good team mm-hmm. and you have to specifically level up those pokemon yeah and in previous games i've had that experience you get really attached to just just a team basically and go through the whole game with just that team but in this, you do have a little more freedom to switch them up and find a new one that you've never used before and try it out and not feel like you have to be so attached to the previous ones that you can't switch anyone else in. I, I like that. Because there's know. a lot of them, so experimenting with different ones is a good thing. Yeah, I You guess. probably have your favorites from Gen 1, I do. and you just waited till you found them, and then they're part of your team, and that's, yeah. that's your team. That's true. I've actually been kind of um, picking different Pokemon. That's so cool. like right now, I normally never go with um, like Vileplume. But okay, yeah. I, I got an Oddish that was really good mm-hmm. and I evolved into a Gloom and now I'm gonna go for a Vile Bloom. And I never normally I've never really gone for that Pokemon ever, but like yeah. I really want it. You know what this game needs that it doesn't have? Not Pokemon Go mechanics. This is coming from a complete noob, because I don't play a ton of Pokemon games, but it needs uh like type matching built into the game. So you know what's strong and weak against what during battles. Because mm-hmm. to memorize all that for a new player, it's hard. this is geared toward a young, new audience. And to memorize every matchup of every strength and weakness, it's tough. There's a lot to remember. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, Sun and Moon added that feature basically into combat. So yep. you can see weaknesses and strengths during combat. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they put that in here? That's kind of mind-blowing to me. I don't know. I know there's less types in this game because it's an older game. Didn't they add way more types in later games? No, they still have, like, fairy type is in, um, in the... In oh, and that one. wasn't originally. Nope. Dra- Dragon? Dragon wasn't either, but yeah. I believe it is as well now. Yeah, it's in there. Yep. Huh, okay. So yep. the, the types maybe stuck around. And then there's a Lolan forms, which is fun. Yeah, that's oh, always fun. I, I have like a Lolan Geo, dude. I'm pretty happy about nice. it. Nice, his yeah. little uh, weird haircut. Yes, dude, mustache. I love it. Or eyebrows, I mean. Um, it's fun. Well, I don't mean to keep talking about it, but I think we should move on to something we can. else. Yes. Uh, Pokemon's not the only game that sorely disappointed you recently, <sighs> is it, Scott? God. Fallout 76. Tell, tell us about your experience with the... I don't know. What are we calling this game? Can I just... The fabled, the uh, this infamous Fallout 76? Fallout 76. It's divisive. It's contentious. Okay, Notorious. A, I, I played it. I played it, and I enjoyed it. I did. Oh, I enjoyed my time playing weird. it, but no one else plays it, so why would I play it? Because the entire point of the game... What do you mean by game, no one else plays it? Like, there's very few people still online in the game. Wow, really? Yes. Already? Yeah. 
because everyone I figured f- even if it's bad this early on, people would still be in there playing. It's it. pretty rough. So it's you are in there and you're not finding people to interact with. There's Basically, n- there's just not people online. It, it it's just it feels so empty, which I guess that's the point. But it <sighs> then why is the map so big? I don't know to to compensate for it. I guess. Well, I mean, if it's if it's big and it's empty, that just makes the emptiness feel worse, doesn't it? I just wish that they... I don't know their decision to not have NPCs in the game. That that's, There's just none. There's really none. No, huh? there's, there's literally zero. That's there's computers crazy. and there's holotapes. And then the people yeah. that you see in the world are real people. And that's it. So they just built a shell of a mm-hmm. game with some mechanics, but no, no story, no plot, no meat at all. Yep. And then they drop you in there. Did you do anything fun while you were in this game? <laughs> did you like um, do any quests? Did the, you The one thing I did like is they had like kind of random events go on around um the world. Mm-hmm. So like you could travel to them and participate in them, which was cool. And other people show up too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it was like a group effort um but like you have to pay for fast travel and stuff now. Wow. You have to pay for it. That's why the map's so big. <laughs> now yeah. I get it. Like, like actual you, money or in-game currency? No, in-game currency, okay. but like you don't get much. You like there's not a lot you can get because there's just so I guess they want to encourage you to physically walk around and explore the world, yeah. right? Like I killed when I when I just got out of the vault, I think I was like level two or three, I killed one enemy and it dropped like ten different guns and heck? armor and stuff. That's weird. Like one enemy at like Was all that two. loot for like a group of people to loot, or was it all just no, for you? It was just just me that's weird yeah so it's just there's a lot of that's little maybe things bugs and, at work i don't know that's maybe some of that wonderful Bethesda those, charm happening those <laughs> reality versus expectate or those expectation <laughs> versus reality type things could be yeah i don't know i'm i'm bummed i i expected this i didn't yeah, think this game did. was going to be anything miraculous but like wish, online fallout sounds fantastic if it's done right but this this seemed thrown together and not very well conceived just give us fallout 5 and that's well, it. Elder Scrolls is next. Fallout yeah. 5 is probably quite a ways off. The the game looks good, but it doesn't look anything different from Fallout 4. Yeah. That's another thing. This game could be a blessing in disguise. I'm playing everything on ultra settings, and I feel like I'm just playing Fallout 4. Yeah, that's a problem, too. So that's another $80 game down the tube, here's, because I bought the theoretical edition. Here's that looking gave me on the, the beta. Bright- <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Here's looking at the bright side. Yeah. This game... You know, adding multiplayer elements to the the Bethesda formula, the big, massive Bethesda RPGs. Yeah, it could be enough just to get it out of their system to where they realize people don't want that from us. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of other games that have online components that have MMO style components and have massive open worlds. We don't need to do that. We yeah. can stick to what we're really, really good at, which is making huge open worlds with tons of story, tons of characters, tons of quests tons of things to interact with yeah and if they if they have it out of their system now and go back to what they're good at the world's a better place who, for it who is gonna trust them after this though uh, I, a I, lot of people I, I, everyone will buy elder scrolls 6 no matter what seriously uh the next fallout maybe we'll be a little more cautious about but if they say we're not making another game like fallout 76 this is this is the fallout you want i'm i'm back on board we'll i'm see. not gonna be too nervous about that <laughs> if honestly like I don't know. It seems like something they just needed to do just because they had this hankering to do it. But it was something it. that everyone wanted and, now it's done. and they just messed it up. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it needed a, a game this ambitious needed a lot more time and a lot more effort mm-hmm. to, to get it right and to make it happen. And they just, 
they they kind of threw it together and hoped it would work out just because people love Fallout, and it didn't. So I was thinking the other day, I was like, well, maybe this will be like a No Man's Sky incident where everyone hates the game, no one will play it, and then, but it wouldn't work because with No Man's Sky, it was a different thing because they made the game, no one liked it, no one played it, and then another company bought it and then fixed it. Right. And it now it's a really good game. But that's not going to happen with Fallout 76 because Bethesda will not let it go. So another company would not be able to fix the mistakes that they made. Right. I mean, they dropped the price by half, basically, within yep. a week, right? Yep. So that burned a lot of people. And it, it's, I mean, it's a sign that they, they know that they went in a weird direction and it didn't work. So. Yeah. So it's frustrating. But I'm not too worried about the future of Bethesda, though, because of this. No, I'm not either. Um, moving on. Let's uh let's bust through some of the smaller stuff. Is that okay, real fast? There's sure. no small stuff. This there is, is small wonderful. stuff. There's 63 amiibo bundles selling from <laughs> Amazon Japan. Is that not a small thing? That's actually physically quite large. <laughs> if you, what do you think if, that's gonna look like? Like how are they gonna giant, send it? There's a picture. It's just a giant black box. box. Yeah, and in the box there's like this big fancy poster that's uh, Final Destination or something. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of set them all up in front of this poster, reenact some of your favorite battles from Smash Bros. with your Amiibo. I mean, for me, they they would be in the box, so I would have to do it from inside the box. How much is this bundle? It's like... I don't think they've said. I mean, if you just do the math, though, figure 15 bucks a piece. Yeah, 63 Amiibos, 15 bucks a piece. Get out your calculator, Zach. I don't want to do the math. uh, (laughs) Doing it right now. I can tell you. It's like 1,800 bucks or something. Mm -hmm. Two grand. It's a lot of money. Uh, nine hundred and sixty bucks. Wait, huh? I'm bad. I'm super bad. So it's about it's about a thousand. Yeah, about a thousand and maybe shipping. Uh, shipping. Yeah, because it's a Japan only thing. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that pretty much makes this whole thing a non-story. They're making one hundred of them. Oh, that's it. You're not getting. So I mean, it's not even really a a thing. I thought this was actually like some sales push, something like we're going to repackage a bunch of amiibo and try to sell a bunch of them again, but. It, they're only making 100. It's kind of a novelty, mm-hmm. and it's not really designed to be like a, an important sales push for, for Amiibo or anything like that. I don't know why they're doing it, but maybe they're just, weird, trying, they're, they're just trying to get rid of all their back stock. Um, Zelda hits 20 today. Not today, but like three weeks ago. <laughs> Zelda, which Zelda? There was an anniversary. Which Zelda are we talking about? Is it? That's Ocarina of Time, right? Yeah. Huh? Ocarina? Yeah. Ocarina? What do you guys say? I think it just I, it was just okay. Zelda. Oh, Ocarina. I've been called out on saying Ocarina before, but I've heard so many people... In the know, say it. I think it's one of those words that can go either way. But I'm probably going to get so much hate for that from all our listeners. (laughs) All our passionate listeners that that scrutinize everything we say. Oh, wait. What else is new? There's only a handful. Uh, Noma and Sky got an update. Yeah? Once again. Once again, he says. That game just won't die. It won't die. Uh I am happy to like see it still being updated and worked on, but it's nothing to draw me back. Uh, they made the worlds a little bit more diverse. Uh, they added new vehicles. Uh, wow! Yeah, they Riveting added stuff. underwater kind of animals and different life forms, but nothing to really make the game like. It's not like an expansion pack or anything like that. No. Like I said, it's a fun game, but there's a lot to it, there's a lot to really take in with that game. Is that a microtransaction game? Do they no no. Not anymore. I don't, I don't think they have any. <laughs> it's crazy that they're still pushing so hard. Like, are they still selling copies? They must be if there they're still is, supporting it there, like this. There's still a, a big community out there that plays Nomad Sky. It, but okay. it's just not the, the average gamer that's playing it. That's crazy. I didn't know it was still a thing at all. 
Yeah, just I, like we we talked about um, Sea of Thieves recently, having some more content coming, and it, I don't know anyone personally that's still playing that game. I feel I'm like surprised. the guy is like the older brother. Kind of. They have a lot of similarities, don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah, it's weird. So maybe one day, uh, Sea of Thieves can live up to a yeah. Mad Sky standards. <laughs> <laughs> Keep <laughs> trying. Oh, amazing game. The bar is so low. It's it sad. is. <laughs> um, what else is on our little list here? Our little list. Our, our little small, list. tiny list. Pick one. Oh, back to Let's Go for a second. Oh, Sorry, we didn't, we didn't add this onto the conversation. Yeah. Um, that game sold 3 million copies in less than a week. That's pretty impressive. Like, uh, we talked about million sellers for surprised? Switch recently. There's a handful that are around 10 million. There's a couple that reach, like, 6 to 8 million status. The rest are, like, 1 million. Mm-hmm. So Let's Go... I mean, in less than a week, is a contender on that list in a big way. What do you think? I think is, that's pretty impressive. What do you think is going to sell more this holiday season? Let's go <laughs> or Super Smash Brothers? <laughs> that's a tough one. Which, by the way, actually did. Just saying. Oh, because it is it the largest pre-order. Yeah, yeah. it's it's the best-selling um, uh, pre-order in Smash history. Yeah, and I mean, this in is, Switch history, this is it. I don't know how far it goes beyond that. This though. is it. What do you mean? Like this is the 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 game. This is the game of the year. Yeah, yeah. We hope. I well, mean, it should be. I, let's go. Could like all said and done after the holidays are over. Let's go. Could could, could have take tested it. it. Um, here's another little point of data. Yeah. Uh, let's go was the fourth best selling product across everything. Um, Black Friday weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, and let's go. That's pretty impressive. Has a you uh, know what it was beat by? It was beat by like some laptops. <laughs> And um, LOL surprise, whatever that is. I think it's what? like the hot Christmas. Is that toy. League of Legends? <laughs> I don't think I so. No oh, okay. This is something different. Yeah. Got so it. it was. It was like it was. As far as video games go, it was the the best selling product on hmm. uh, holiday weekend. So that's pretty impressive. I mean, to kind of argue against Scott's point, though, it has a a meta, a meta score of eighty. What Super Smash? Let's go. Oh, 80? Which yeah. is super solid. Yeah, yeah, it's a good... I, Me, personally, I just didn't like We're it. We're diving right <laughs> back into this. I, look. <laughs> That's fair. Your expectations... I will say your expectations were off, but... Yes, for um, sure. You're, you're, everything you said is true. But it, it does have a 6.1 out of 10 from the users. Okay, so. gotcha. So, across the board, when it comes to people... And those are all Pokemon. Those are long-time Pokemon they fans. They probably are. Know. Yep, you're right. Like, a lot of long, long-time Pokemon fans hated Pokemon Go. That's pretty funny and true. Um, but that's pretty funny and true. Wow. All of the above. All of the above. Hey, guys, guess what's happening tomorrow? Tell me. Wait, I'd love to know. It, is it tomorrow or is it's it... It's tomorrow. Like, yeah. For us or tomorrow for them? Uh, tomorrow for us. Okay. So Thursday. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> so it's already happened by the time you hear this. So yes. Thursday, December. But right now, you can 6th. join in our excitement. Yes. Our, our pre-show yeah. excitement. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's the Game of the Year Awards. Hey. The actual Game the of the Game Year Awards. Awards yes. 2018. The Game Awards. Yep. The Game Awards. Like, everyone has already been saying that Fortnite's already won Game of the Year for a bunch of other, um... Uh, I think it's a meme, dude. Yeah. What? I don't think it's up for It's game. not a meme. It's, it's, not, it's not up for Game that, of the Year. It is indeed up for Game of the Year. Is it? We, we went through that list Yeah, last we went time. through the list last time, and it was indeed up for Game of the it's Year. It's on that list. And yeah. it, it's it's already won Game of the Year for um from a couple other different I, Game Awards shows. Tripping, then. But this is the Game Awards. Like, this is the big one. Mm-hmm. So It's a fun show. Have you guys watched it before? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Right? Yeah, I, I have, watched it last year. I have not. I guess pay attention to You've like, never, results. I never actually watched it. You should watch it. it. It's, it's a classy award show. It's well yeah. presented. I guess my very, very excited... Hopefully yeah, it's not cringy. 
There are moments. There are moments. Like the Gillette man, right? Remember that? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> some some iffy product placement. I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed when Nintendo got up when Breath of the Wild won Game of the Year and they were uh-huh. all like wearing Zelda. That was pretty great. Or uh, uh, like Link and Zelda outfits and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, what happened there? Breath of the Wild Game of the Year? Oh, I don't even up. get it. Just stop. It's been a, it's been a year now. <laughs> and okay, I'm not look. over it. <laughs> oh, my God. Mario should have taken it. But we don't have to get back into that. We've had that conversation. So apart from the games that might win it, uh, we have a lot of rumors. Yeah, the last few days out. leading up to the awards, there's been so much speculation, rumors, and even um, like teases from companies saying, yep. keep an eye on the Game Awards this week if you want to know what we're up to. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff's well, always exciting. I mean, you know that Nintendo's pretty good at announcing something, so we might see a, like Metroid Prime anything. I'd love it. Ooh. Um, the rumor is, the going rumor right now, as far as Nintendo goes, is yeah. that there's a Metroid Prime trilogy in the works, uh-huh. uh, HD version for Switch, yeah. and that that will be coming out early next year. That actually comes from a, uh, I think it's a Swedish retailer. They supposedly leaked a listing for it, an actual like pre-order listing for it on their website. Hmm. But cool. who knows? Take it with a grain of salt till you see it. I would absolutely love that. I can't wait to get my hands on Metroid again. And if, if we get to play the old games first before Metroid Prime 4 hits... yeah. I'll be in seventh heaven, man. I love Would those you? games. They're so good. Metroid Prime might be my favorite GameCube game. Wow. Have you played it, Scotty? Yeah, of course I have. On GameCube or yes. on Wii? Or I, own, I own the first and second one, both on GameCube. Okay. That's the only way I play it. Yeah. I also have the trilogy on Wii, though. And two's, two's great, three's yeah. great, but there's nothing like that yeah. first game. The first time you play the first Metroid Prime, when it, when it made its jump into 3D, I mean, it was similar to... Super Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time. Yeah. It was these beloved long-time Nintendo series making their first steps into 3D. And with Metroid Prime, when that game hit, I think it was 2001, it was just visually unlike anything we'd ever seen. Yeah. The GameCube was about the most powerful console back then. It was at least neck and neck with the other guys. And to see them taking one of their longtime franchises and just going all out with the visuals and making it like uh-huh. the most breathtaking visually... Uh, robust game you've seen. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, it, was it was inspiring. Really, it I was loved really it. cool. I really enjoyed that game. And it also as well, has that so. really eerie look and feel to it. You Lots feel of alone. weird clothes and um, so much crazy plant life and, yeah. and uh, animals. and Oh, I love it. Man, I love those alien you're, worlds. You're reminiscing pretty the hard music, right now. The music. Oh, Don't man, get me he's, started he's on the music. He's going for it right now. So, yes, I can't wait to get back into Metroid. Zach, you've never played any of them, have you? No. Even. Oh, like the Zach. old old ones? Nope, never. No I never Super really. Metroid. There's nothing that's really grabbed me. Um, I remember like the the two, there's a 2D Metroid Prime game, right? Nope. I thought there was. was there's like lots of 2D story. Metroid games, but not uh, Metroid Prime. Oh, Prime is the designation for the 3D games, the first person games. That Didn't know that. Uh, uh, GameCube and Wii. So I I could say I was turned off by the the 2D. Metroid games. Do you not like any 2D side-scrolling type stuff? Not really. That's fair. Uh, it it does them. play very differently. It's less about the platforming and more about exploration, building up your arsenal of weapons and equipment, and getting through obstacles, yeah. and fighting bosses. Oh, so good. The bosses are great. <laughs> I love me some Metroid. Dude, you're Maybe, cheesing super hard if, over uh, here right if now. If Metroid Prime comes to Switch, Zach, I'm going to highly recommend you check it out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I meant the trilogy. Of course, Metroid Prime 4 is coming. We know that. But if the trilogy comes to Switch... Definitely check it, it out. It's we might be awesome. We might see more of that game that they announced last year that no one's heard of since then. What's that? Remember that it was like that little teaser trailer of I don't even remember exactly what it was. At E three? No, 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 no. At the Game Awards. Oh, yeah. Who? I I don't remember the who teased this. What are you talking about? The Game Awards did the the 
And you don't know what game it was. I don't, they didn't say what game it was. They said it was just a new, a new like, um, a I, new IP from the Resident Evil guys or something like that. Oh. It was like a new horror game, but no one's heard anything about you it. You don't since. mean the the From Software game, do you? Oh, it might be. It might be the From because we know what that is now. That's Securio Shadows Die Twice. Oh, see, I had no idea what that even was until it's, you just said we, it. At the time, we thought it was like maybe a Bloodborne sequel or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, I remember. But now. it turned out it was this. Um, <clears throat> Kind of like ninja game, stealth ninja game. Ooh, big whoop. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it might be good. I don't think that game's out yet. It's I don't think soon. so either. But yeah, no. I got my eye on it. I, I'm a big Dark Souls fan, but that game didn't really do give me the same vibe. So Is it like the Dark Souls yet. of... of <laughs> Guys, I uh, have a moment of silence. Another, for our uh, momentum. <laughs> another thing I might be excited about, and what? we don't, there's no hard rumors or confirmations of it, but uh, they might announce uh, the release date for Death Stranding. You will want this game so bad. so bad. I love how into it you are. It's so freaky and it looks so bizarre. weird. Is that the one uh, with yeah. the weird baby thing? It is, nice. yeah. Yep. Uh, nice. I, I'm almost certain we'll hear more. I, I look forward to seeing maybe a new trailer, but we're, you're right. We're at the point where we need more than just trailers, you know? Yeah. We need to hear something tangible, like it, here's a release date or demos coming or something. I don't know. I don't know what we need to see because we've seen lots of gameplay. We've uh-huh. seen lots of cutscenes. We've seen, you know, kind of, of an idea of what the story is. I don't know if we could say that, but I mean, they've been there's clues. They've been in the final stages of like polishing and finishing off the game for about eight months now. Yeah. So it's very possible that we could get. A release date. A release date. That'd be cool. You're very happy about this. I'm so excited. I'm going to be sitting down with my popcorn and watching tomorrow. Yeah. You're so into Kojima and you've never played any of his games. I've never played any of his games. I love that. But this is... You ought to. This has got me. Yeah. Hey, man. Sometimes it only takes one to really get you excited about it. It's true. Um, So Jeff Keighley, the showrunner, he tweeted that more than 10 new games are going to be announced for the first time during the Game Awards. Wow. So we have some rumors and some speculation and stuff that we can dig into, but... There's going to be a lot of stuff we've never seen before showing yeah. up here for the first time. This this is the same feeling I got for like E3. This game, this show in a lot of ways is uh, at least becoming a competitor to E3, if yeah. not superseding it. Is, yeah. As far as like big announcement go, yes. Go because this year at E3, if you guys remember back after we talked about what was after E3? we watched E3 <laughs> and then talked about it, we weren't really surprised or blown away by almost anything we saw there. No, or I don't even. There. I don't even remember what like really came out of the thing so are people holding things for this event or events like this or their own events or uh i don't know is e3 just kind of on its way out we talked about sony backing out of e3 recently Mm -hmm. so yeah this this show has it kind of filled that void though in a lot of ways it's becoming yeah a place where companies get together to make big announcements which is great and i kind of like it though because it's not a multiple day event you kind of have to kind of get tuned in for and stay tuned in it happens you watch it uh, it's you know a couple hours. Yep, and then everything is announced and it's done. Right, I, I, like I really too. like that. It's cool. Um, can we talk about something really fast? Is it <laughs> sure, is it game awards related or no? No, else? we'll we'll come back to this then because there's more to say about the game. Oh awards. well, then let's let's finish. Okay. Go for it, yeah, guys. Okay. Guys, good. what's up? Far Cry. Are you really that excited, <laughs> dude? About that? Okay, all right, all right. The so. game released already. It's on Steam. You can buy it now. Far Cry Five. Far Cry oh. Five. Oh, this th- there's been a teaser directly from Ubisoft. Yes, and they said we're going to get news tomorrow. Okay, during the game war, and yeah. it talked about uh, there. So they tweeted right. They tweeted a video uh, of basically 
talking about nukes going off and this apocalypse in winter. And then uh, the winter kind of passes and you see these guys picking up like these crazy weapons mm-hmm. with saws and bows and all this kind of stuff. And it's kind of like they, they give you like this sense of this post-apocalyptic world that sprung up. Um, Didn't it kind of look similar in setting to Far Cry 5? Yes. So this looks like the United States, likely, right? Yes. Interesting. Uh, so, spoilers. Uh, Far Cry 5 has been out long enough now. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Far Cry 5. Yeah, it was. Yep. I was okay with it. It was an okay game. Yep. Um, I ended up beating it. Kay. And then there's multiple endings. Okay. My ending was nuclear bombs went off. Oh, really? Yeah. So, okay. nukes went off. Everything went crazy. I think this is either DLC or... I, it would be hard to like spin off a whole new game off of it. But, but look what Far Cry has done in the past. You've got like Far Cry Primal that came out after Far Cry 4. So Not a proper a, numbered entry, uh-huh. but a full Far Cry experience that kind of just played with some random idea that they had. That one was a prehistoric thing. So yeah, uh, some tangential ending possibility yeah. from 5 leading into like a post-apocalyptic America. Yes. It could be cool. I because I'm so excited about it. Are you? I think I would just pick it up just because, just for the craziness again. Yeah, uh, but we'll see. That's I'm, what Far Cry does excited. best. Just like random, unscripted, fun, crazy mayhem. Yeah, I'm thinking like I feel like it's gonna be like a blend of like Far Cry, Borderlands, and like Rage. Okay. Yeah. Remember so, when? Yeah, that sounds that sounds plausible. Remember when it used used to be so serious, and now it's just kind of like goofy and big open world that you can kind of do. Yeah, I do. Almost and like I, just I miss that Far Cry Two was probably about the most serious in the series. One was pretty goofy, actually. Did you guys play that? It's like a uh, tropical island, and there's a there's an organization like experimenting on people and animals and making monsters. It was fun, and it was goofy and ridiculous. Two, though, uh, was in this African setting, and it was about hunting down a drug lord mm-hmm. who's, who's supplying... Or an arms dealer, sorry, who's supplying arms to multiple sides of this conflict in an impoverished nation. Yeah. And it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty self-serious. Three kind of got a little more goofy again. Four was absurd. And yeah. five, I, I didn't get through it, but it seemed completely ridiculous. It's like, let's just take a totally crazy concept, like a cult in the middle of America, and yeah. make a game that's set there. Yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of like it when they get crazy. So I'm very excited about it. Um, another thing that is happening tomorrow uh, is the new season for Fortnite. Ooh, and that's coinciding with the game awards which is a little interesting but they also said they have some other things it to talk is. about and right? that's that's the interesting part because a lot of people you guys you guys hate fortnite a lot of people <laughs> like it of course i've never really played a couple it. people <laughs> like it yeah there's there's a few in the world who like the game so they made announcements on their own that there's a creative mode coming to fortnite there's a new season with a new theme starting new characters all that all that good stuff uh-huh. uh but they also said they they're announcing something yeah, tomorrow, and I have I would have absolutely who's, zero clue. Who's the guy? The guy at Epic? They're they're gonna have somebody on stage at Epic. I don't um, at the awards presenting some new announcement. I don't I don't know the guys at Epic. I don't know his name specifically. All right, gotcha. You'd probably know his name if you heard it. Cliff Bazinski. <laughs> he's not with Epic anymore. Oh, you're right. My it's bad. been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Donald Mustard is the guy's name. Donald Mustard. Yeah. Like uh, Colonel th- Mustard? This is a tweet from Jeff Keighley. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thursday during the Game Awards, don't miss a Fortnite game announcement and world premiere from Epic's Donald Mustard. That almost sounds like two separate things. A Fortnite announcement and a world premiere. 
What if the world premiere is some other epic announcement? What if the world What if the world premiere is Fortnite actually coming out of beta? (laughs) The world's not ready. (laughs) We're not ready for that. So dumb. Uh, so what is dumb. so? What does season season seven mean? Uh, season seven is an introduction to like they're they're bringing new vehicles, they're bringing new weapons, uh, a whole new theme to the map. So it's gonna be winter themed. Okay. Uh, new battle pass, new stuff to get. Uh, but there's the creative mode. I think is probably the biggest game changing because instead of having your save the world, your battle royale, yeah. you now have creative. But is anything that's not battle royale gonna take off? I seriously absolutely. Doubt it. You absolutely. think so? So when I look at the creative mode, they say one, you can do whatever you want, you design whatever whatever you want, you have your own island to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. This rivals basically like GTA Online. Because GTA Online you go online and create your own races, your own game modes, all this other stuff. Yeah. The amount of things people are gonna do with this mm-hmm. is gonna it's gonna be insane. Okay. Yeah. I hope you're right. I think it's going to be it huge, takes off. but I have absolutely Could you no see clue. yourself tinkering with the creative mode, or are you lo- more looking forward to just getting in there and playing with other Get, what other people just make? Just getting in there and play with other, what other people make. Yeah. Okay. I don't have That'd the time and energy to you know sit in there and tinker with stuff and yeah. mess with stuff. If they make it very intuitive and easy to put things together, um, I can see a lot of people making cool stuff with it. Yeah. That's, that's the big hurdle, because other creation software has done really amazing things, like Little Big Planet. That series has allowed people to make crazy things within this game, but it's not that intuitive and clean. So it's it, very it's, hard. Right. Yeah. So not enough people were able to wrap their heads around that or spend enough time with it to get good at it. And because of that, you don't get the quality stuff coming out you of know, it. You know what that reminds me of? What? Uh, Forge mode in Halo. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> that, was, that was a little easier to use, I think. That I was a lot then, easier. And then the the other end of the spectrum is Super Mario Maker, which is as clean and simple as you can possibly want. Anybody could sit down and make whatever their imagination could come up with in that game. Mm-hmm. So that's the line they have to walk. Hopefully they, they get it pretty smooth, pretty clean. Um, it's a simple game, right? Like visually and yeah, yeah. There's a a, a simple uh, basically component to how the world, like how building and how everything's placed, and yeah. it's really simple to figure out. And um, they do already have building in the game. It's one of the game mechanics. It so. is, yeah. But they're gonna they're basically giving you all the the tools to build whatever you want. Buildings, anything really. Right. Okay. Cool. So yeah, it's exciting stuff. All right. Um, weird. Sorry. I Remember clicked. how we said silence our phones at the well, beginning? Well, here's the thing. Here's no, the thing. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear that. That was Game okay. Awards related. Oh, was I it? I clicked on a link to Obsidian's website, Obsidian yeah. Entertainment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are um, another company that tweeted that they're going to have an announcement tomorrow during the Game Awards. Got it. When you click on their site right now, it takes you to a splash page that has a countdown to the Game Awards, <laughs> and it says, tune in tomorrow to see what we've been up what, to, see what, what we're making. What time is the Game Awards at? 5.30 uh, Pacific time. Cool. So I'll be at work. Awesome. Sorry, man. <laughs> Great. And then and then I get to go to pick up Smash. Hopefully, you're, you're gonna see uh, all of our techs Aww. going crazy. Oh, please don't. Can we like, spoil <laughs> things for you? No. We won't, I, it, when it comes to Nintendo, I won't. Spoil I, no, I'm gonna literally go home and watch it. All right. When, fine. when I when I get home. you better oh, just turn your phone off. I'm, I wish I was turning my phone off right now because speaking of Smash, guess what happened? It's Troll been thing. happening. I mean, yeah. there's been leaked copies out there. And actually, when it when it launched or was pre-released in, uh, I think it was Mexico. Yeah. When copies were sold early in Mexico, people uploaded it online and people were downloading it and yeah. playing it early. I, I just know. want my hands on it. I want to play it. Yeah. Maybe. I want to play Everybody it. Everybody is jonesing for this game. It's going to be great. And I think I'm mad because it's my day off today and then tomorrow I have to work. So yeah. I have to wait until after work to play it. 
Do you guys anticipate game releases by how many more days you have to work before it comes? Yes. I hate that. Yeah. Like that's that's the big barrier in life to all the cool things is how many more days do I have to work before it's I get like, to do, do this? It's like, should I call out or should I not? The answer is always yes. It's a good toss <laughs> Not up. always, but not often always. for me it is. <laughs> Are you? Depends on the game. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers? Hey, when Metro, Super Smash Brothers? When Metroid Prime hits... Oh, I'm I'm out. Man. Are you uh, are you a super smash brother? Are you gonna, gonna no, for the no, no, not really. Oh wow! I, but it's more guys, about games that have like story plot, some something you need to be on the cutting edge of to yeah. be a part of the conversation, so you don't get spoilered. Yeah, with Smash, that's not really an issue. So I can I can jump on there. So another when it, when another rumor that is very like I don't know in my books, it's not very exciting. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Crash Team Racing. I was, I was hoping to hear what Scott had to say about this because you like some weird uh, early like PS One and N sixty four games never that nobody Crash. else likes. I've never played oh, okay. Crash ever. I I just think Not to racing. you getting so insanely excited about nope. Spyro and think oh maybe he likes this too. Nope, I don't never know. Never played Crash. I was more of a Diddy Kong Racing fan. They oh yeah, kinda for came, sure. They kind of came out around the same time ish. Yeah. Um, and I like Diddy Kong Racing more than I like Crash. With you on that for yeah. sure. So. But this has been um, rumored, and there's a lot of people really excited about it. So there's clearly a, a, some love for this series. People are seeing the the massive amount of love for the remake yeah. um, that they just did for the the, the past couple games. Mm-hmm. So it's only natural that they'll you know continue with. Oh, everyone liked this game, so let's just re-release this game. Yeah, too. this is early Naughty Dog. <sighs> yeah, Naughty Dog has some chops. Although I don't think they had anything to do with the Crash trilogy re-release, did they? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't think Google they did. it. Google it, it. It's funny they have a hi- they had a history back then anyway of making a trilogy and then making a racing game. So they did Jack and Daxter too, right? Naughty Dog. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they, they did, did. They did three Crash games and then a racing game. They did three Jack games and then a racing game. Yeah. Everybody thought they were going to do three Uncharted games and then a racing game. <laughs> really? <laughs> how great would that be? Uh, no, nobody really thought that. But how funny it would be if, make if three, we had a Nathan Drake kart racer. Three Last of Us and then a racing. Yeah, game. Yeah, there you go. Oh <laughs> my gosh, on the Last of Us have clickers just like in little go karts. I kind of like it. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Um, stop doing that. The la- <laughs> The Last of Us two should probably be there tomorrow. I think right. Uh, yeah, Ooh, I'm sure we'll see something. That's coming that. soon. Yeah. Yeah. Are sure you looking we'll forward something. to that, Zach? Yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. I don't really watch people play video games on YouTube anymore, uh-huh. so I might actually pick this one up. Okay. Because I said previously that I watched. Did something change? What made you decide that to uh, stop watching Let's Plays? I just fell out of it. All right. I just fell out of it. I don't, gotcha. Maybe I don't find the people entertaining or they you know, they seem more uh, leaning towards a younger audience, but okay. uh, along with being on the pod and playing more video games i'm very uh yeah that's cool good for you I'm a lot more willing to pick it up did you play the last of us i didn't i watched the whole thing oh okay got it yeah, i watched somebody play got it Same. it's a cool game but still the story completely caught me i love it i have you know feelings for it love mm-hmm. the game um so I'll, I'll probably pick it up all right here's cool. the thing about that game and i i did the same thing i watched it but i never felt like i needed to play it i felt like just digesting it all by watching it was good enough because I mean, the story's really yes, good, absolutely. But like the gameplay, it feels like the story is outweighing the gameplay by a large margin. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you you just want to watch it because it feels like watching a movie. Agreed. The gameplay um, was was not the strength in that. No, it was not. That game. But it was not. In I fact, think, I got to a point in that game toward the end where every encounter, I I like would roll my eyes when some clickers would come out and start fighting me because I just wanted to move yeah. past that. Get it was back like to waves. The story. It was like waves. It got pretty noise. tedious. Yeah. yeah. So and we'll I, see what the second one is. And gonna I be think like. that's where they're, they're going to make the improvements this year. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember the the E3 review. 
Oh yeah, I remember. It. Uh, but the the gameplay from it was awesome. It looked dynamic. It looked a it's lot really different. Gruesome. This yeah. game is grotesque. It is, yes. Yeah. So I don't know about that. Like if it's if it makes sense within the context of what's happening, fine. But if they're like just reveling in it and glorifying all this gruesome stuff happening, I I probably won't be too into that. Wow. So hopefully they walk that line. Hey, get There's over There's a time it. and place for gore and violence, but if if it's only there to make you say, Ugh, yeah, then I'm not that interested in Tell it. Tell us how you Although really Although The Last written. of Us is pretty tactful when it handles that stuff, so I'm not too worried. I think they'll handle it well. It just looks so gross. <laughs> Spikes through people's heads and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Um, um, we know Nintendo's going to be at the Game Awards. They always are. Mm-hmm. And uh, Reggie had a little interaction with Jeff Keighley recently. Uh-oh. And Jeff Keighley called him out for Smash coming out the day after the Game Awards. He's <sighs> like, are you trying to steal thunder from the show? And uh, Reggie said... Um, hey, Zach, where are you going? <laughs> Re- <laughs> Reggie said, well, I guess we'll just have to do something extra special at the awards show. <laughs> Dang. What do you think? He's, if he... I guess I mean, Metroid Met- Prime would Metroid be that bomb, do it, right? Yeah, Metroid would be that bomb. It's expected, but yeah. I think it's going to look so dang good yeah. <laughs> that even though we expect it and know it's coming, it's going to blow our minds. I I don't know why. Um, I mean, I understand why. You know, they're they can't take Super Smash Brothers into the Game of Year awards. And we kind of excuse me, sorry. And make it make it eligible. Yeah, make it eligible. Yeah, and I, I know we kind of talked about. Hey, this, Reggie should call Jeff out that for that live. Be like, on stage. hey, uh, thanks for. Uh, so I was looking at that fighting game category, and yeah. I noticed. Uh, I was looking at the game mission. of the year uh, category, yeah, right. and uh, there's a couple that uh, should be there. It could very well be a contender for game of the year if it was out this year. If it was. It is going to be out this year. Well, yeah, it's going to sure. be out Friday. You know what I mean? If it was out in time for the Game Awards, yeah. which is just the weirdest thing. It's, it's really... Hey, how do the Oscars work? Are they like in January I, or dude, February or something? I have no idea. I don't watch that. It's stuff. very strange. I don't watch... I honestly don't watch award shows besides the... I mean, clearly, yeah. because I'm a gamer, but... And you're not watching these really for the awards themselves? No. Because they even just gloss over some of them. Yeah. Like, it's mostly entertainment and a very little of actual award presentation. Exactly. Yeah, so we're there for the game announcements. We're there for like the cool music performances and stuff like and that. skits and stuff like yeah. that. And It's fun. Oh, speaking of uh, performances, oh. um, they announced that uh, Hans Zimmer is going to be there. I don't know who that he is. He is one of the most I don't prolific know movie soundtrack composers of all time. Never heard of him. Yeah, you have. Never heard, heard of the him. Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack. Oh, I have heard that. <laughs> it's just bombastic. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's so great. Do you think he's going to do like a medley of like different video game songs? Well, here's the thing. I don't know that he's ever worked directly in the game industry at all. But that doesn't mean he can. So I wonder what kind of crossover there is with him and a game awards show. Maybe he's making a video game soundtrack. But he's there to help celebrate the illustrious history and present of video games. So... Mm. Yeah, I mean, maybe it will be some kind of uh, compilation that he has, like, recomposed yeah. of, of all these great games that are coming out or games from video games past. I don't know. Yeah. It'll be cool to we'll see, see, though. Yeah, that's a big name, though. Yes. That's impressive. Uh, the, the people that are attracted to this award show are varied and very prolific. So do you think it's that become a big thing. they're going to have anything to do with... Um, um, like Kingdom Hearts there, you think they're going to show anything like that? I mean, the game's going to be out soon, and they've already shown a ton of content for it. 
You know, with all these leaks and rumors and stuff, I didn't hear anything from Square, so yeah. I, I don't really know. Yeah, they're pretty hush-hush about that kind of stuff. Yeah. They like to just kind of release stuff on their own accord. It's true. And yeah. in their own timing. Like, yes. Like, delay things five times and work on it for five years before you actually get it out. Question for you. If Nintendo so, didn't talk about Metroid Prime, what would you want them to talk about? If Metroid Prime wasn't on the table at all. There was this game that was rumored to be at um, E3 earlier this year. Do you remember what it was? And I thought it sounded brilliant, but it didn't end up being announced there. And everybody nope. was like scratching their heads because it sounded <sighs> like a sure thing. Um, Retro Studios developed Star Fox Grand Prix, Star Fox racing game. Oh, yeah. We talked about it before E3 because there was rumors. It almost sounded like a sure thing. Yeah. Like we saw logos and everything hmm. and nothing came of that. So nothing. I'm wondering if maybe they just changed their plans of when to announce it, but it is still a thing. And we also still, dude, we still don't know what Retro Studios is working on. Yeah. How crazy is that? Well, they've been MIA since uh, Tropical Freeze. And you can't count the Switch Tropical Freeze because <laughs> that was just a port. Yeah. So. They haven't done anything for like four plus years. I, They're I, working on something big. They've got to be because yeah. it's one of Nintendo's best studios, in my opinion. What else have they worked on? Metroid Prime. <laughs> oh, that's why. That's so why. That's I'm probably so what it is. <laughs> but no, they're not doing four. We know that they're not developing Metroid Prime. 4. Oh, a different studio. You're is. right. You're so right. yeah, we don't know what what uh, Retro Studios is up to. Yeah. So I'd love to see whatever it is they're working on. If it's a Star Fox racing game, bring it on. It sounds awesome to me. <laughs> I want a really good Star Fox game, too. Like, something that's vis- visually compelling. Something that um, does something different with that series. Something that's a deeper experience. Because Star Fox games are pretty shallow. They're fun. They're, you know, they're a spectacle, but they're pretty shallow. I really... Um, I want to see that series continue. And I, then you can weave star- the Star Fox universe and the F-Zero universe together. And because it's a racing thing you, you could do wow. some really cool stuff you're starting to like make this turn into like an avengers movie, also i you want know? to see what star what what they're doing with f-zero if they announce a new f-zero tomorrow that'd be fantastic i don't think too. they will no when was have last... you given up hope on f-zero oh altogether? yeah yeah don't do I it have. man dude the last time they released Nintendo's anything other was for the game racing game uh yeah. yeah yeah i mean captain falcon's still showing up in smash so there's that yeah but, there has not been a proper F Zero game. Well, you for can't far not have him. He's been in every single game since. I know so it, would, it would be it would be disservice. You gotta have the Falcon Punch. Yeah, dude, it's you important. have to have the the knee of justice, if you will. Is that what they call it? Uh, that's that's what, new to me. The knee. Yeah, mm-hmm. whenever you hit someone out, uh, they call it the knee of justice. And that's uh, the amiibo. It has that pose going yeah. on, right? Yeah, he has the knee out. sticking out. It's pretty dope. It's I great. like it. He's a fun character. Well, let's go from something a little more depressing oh uh, no <laughs> what let's, is it let's talk about these potential bethesda lawsuits oh crap fast. yeah um, so you have a first-hand perspective on this because you've been playing the game responsible for yes. these potential lawsuits what's going on um well i mean i wouldn't be able to involve myself in this lawsuit even if i wanted to welcome back zach thank you so, I'm so sorry um so <laughs> glad to have you <laughs> Did you were you running? Yeah, dude. Like, did you run? I you felt, ran a couple blocks to safe. I felt so bad about leaving. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. Oh I gotta my! Rush. You were so close to being done too. You were pretty fast. Like, um, nice work. So Bethesda is facing class action lawsuits for basically the same reason that No Man's Sky did, where they promised a bunch of stuff and it didn't happen. Um, but not just in game stuff. We're talking about like physical stuff that's yeah. supposed to come with the special edition. Yeah. So too. like the special edition came. It was supposed to come with this nice like duffel bag that mm-hmm. holds your massive helmet that that came with it. And the helmet came with it, which was cool. 
But every, instead of getting a nice, like, reusable duffel bag, everyone got, like, this nylon, crappy, looked like a grocery bag That's type rough. of bag. And people were very angry about it because, and rightly so, because yep. you're spending two, $300 on a special edition and you get promised a nice duffel bag and you get a nylon piece of garbage. Yeah, It's not, not cool. the first time companies have done something like that where they're like, you'll get this, and then you get it and it's like, well, this isn't what I was expecting, but... Yeah. What are you really going to do about it? I get them it? trying to maximize, you know, profit on this stuff yeah. and production, uh, uh, minimize production costs, but that's a pretty obvious and glaring problem. Yeah, you can't promise something so massive. Like if it was like something smaller, mm-hmm. I'd I'd shrug it off, but yeah. like this was a huge duffel bag that people just got burned on. Yeah, and then do these lawsuits also pertain to the quality of the game itself? Yeah, it does. Like, um, what's the situation there? People are upset mostly about like it going on sale like a week after the launch of the game. So people spent eighty for like me. So like I spent eighty dollars on my version of the game, and then it's now forty dollars everywhere. That's rough. So and it's not even just for Black Friday, like. It is just now forty dollars because yeah. Um, so people are want refunds. People want some money back because that's kind of bullcrap. I is. mean, I don't think that'll be anything that Bethesda will do anything about. Mm-hmm. The bag thing is a little more fixable, but they've actually already um, released a statement that they're going to be sending out replacement bags. Yeah, for which, anyone who, who that, requests one, which that is something that is feasible to do but the whole refund thing like i I mean do you give everyone that bought your game half their money back i don't know i don't know that's it'd be a tough pill to swallow but it might be the right thing to do the game the game sells three million units you know and they make five five million dollars or whatever six million dollars and then ended up sending three million back but i don't think they're obligated to do it legally no but it, it i mean it may be one of those things where it's just a show of good faith for and a nice gesture for someone like me i won't get my money back because right. i bought it through gamestop mm. if i bought it through their website like if i bought it off bethesda's like yeah. service i might but yeah uh, i don't see myself getting that money back so yeah i just gotta swallow it and take the pill but Rip. say say if i was a lead exec at bethesda right why not just be honest say hey we don't have enough quantity on well on uh well calm down there sir fired up we don't have enough quantity on these bags we're gonna backlog them and then we'll get them to you eventually instead of you know just putting something cheap in there betraying people's trust maybe they thought they could get away with it that's the other side of it i don't know if they thought oh it's a bag people won't care that much it's not the focus of this special edition is the helmet maybe so if the bag's cheap maybe people won't care but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they did it knowingly and kind of maliciously, or if they, like you said, they just weren't too worried about it. Because if I was, if I was, you know, the head exec, I'd be, you know, take care of my customer base. Yeah. You know, you want to keep their business, you want to keep their trust, you want to do what's right. It's true. But we don't know. Yeah, we'll see if the, how, how far this make good extends. Scott, you're not expecting anything. You're, no. You know you're just out that money. Yeah, I'm just that's, out the that's, money. That's the right consumer approach. When you buy something, you get what you get. If it you was, don't throw a fit. I tell my yeah. kids that all the time. If it was like, here's the thing. If it was like a, uh, like a console version of it, mm-hmm. you know, it might be a little more doable. But I bought a PC, so oh right, that's kind of out of the question at this that, point. Although that comes with a CD key, right? Yeah, uh, it didn't come with a CD. So it's just a key. It was just a key, but it was in a case for Steam or what? No, it was for. It wasn't for Steam. Yeah, they don't. They haven't. It's not on Steam. It's on Bethesda's client. 
didn't even know Bethesda had their own game yep. release client. They have their own client. Wow. So that's why I'm not expecting to get anything back because at that point it'd be through um, GameStop, not Interesting. Bethesda. Yeah. So bummer. Rip. Oh well. Whatever. What are you gonna do? You're gonna cry about it and move on and hopefully smash. Did way you already better. have a good cry about it? You get that out of your system. I mean, I cried that I spent money on both Pokemon and Fallout. And Pokemon's a, <laughs> Pokemon is what it was promised to be, man. You can't be too upset. Look, about that. I'm still upset about it. Uh, we don't have to get back to Pokemon. Hopefully, <laughs> it'll all just be okay when I sink my feelings into Super Smash Brothers. It will. That'll make it all better. Yeah, I really hope. That's so. That's just like a big warm hug. I need to. I need Bros. to buy the. Um, the DLC package so I can get Piranha Plant. Yeah? I can get my Piranha Plant. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Why do you say it like that? I just, I'm are, excited. Are you, are you mocking the Piranha Plant? Yes, I am. It's going to be awesome. Because they put <laughs> Piranha Plant, but they didn't put the wah. Oh, I know. What the heck? And I'm still absolutely dumbfounded. There's going to be some weird grand unveiling of the it's gonna be at some point. It's going to be the last downloadable char- uh, character. Yeah, maybe. People you thought were thinking, we weren't going to do it, but here it is. Yeah, people were thinking like maybe Waddle Dee. To add a new character from Kirby franchise no, because Waddle Dee is kind of a more mainstay now. He's just so like nondescript though, so boring, so yeah. so generic. I mean, so are you, but we still have you. So on is the show. Isabel though, <laughs> and they put Isabel in the game. But you so also hate Animal Crossing too. I despise so despise it. It's um, the worst. What about uh, Gino? Um, yeah, he's okay. fine. I like that game, but I, for whatever reason, I don't remember him all that fondly from that game. Yeah, he was kind of... That game was almost like a cult classic, I'll say, because there weren't a ton of people who played it. They did re-release it on the um, the uh, SNES Classic, so I think it gave a lot more people oh, a sure. chance to play the game, but... Yep. It's just a great game. I, I've never seen him as like a staple <clears throat> Nintendo character. No, so. no, neither have I, because he's been a basically a... Uh, Square character, yeah, pretty much. Know? So why yeah. would they why would they give it to Nintendo for a price? Right, everything for a price. Whatever Square. Yep, whatever Square. That'd be cool. To Thanks revisit. for giving us cloud though. Like honestly, <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool to revisit that idea though. A Square and Nintendo collaboration. Oh, like a full oh, like collaboration. Yeah, yeah, like another RPG that yeah. that directly mixes those two companies. That I mean, like neat. super. The, they do it with Disney. Why yeah. not Nintendo? Come on, you guys. I mean, Mario <laughs> and Luigi, like the Mario and Luigi franchise. Was really good. And those are really good RPGs. They're a so. little hit and miss, right? Yeah, they're not all great, but yeah, they're they're good RPGs generally speaking. The first one was really good. I really liked the first one, Superstar mm-hmm. Saga, and then uh, the Partners in Time was really good. And then it just kind of started falling off for me. Yeah, I'm not someone who for so like Far Cry Five. I'm not gonna play it. I played three and that was great, but I, I didn't play four and I'm not gonna play five. Three was great. Yeah, three is so. still the pinnacle of that series. So, so it's one of those things. I get. I get bored by big numbers. Just give me some new game. Yeah. Sorry to say. No, that's fair. Yeah. Like Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> Stop. Goodness gracious. I can't. I'm I'm so done with the Final Fantasy games. Like they're fun, but there's too much content to really go through and like actually muster through and the games just feel all the same. Like they're still good, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on Final Fantasy. I'm just yeah. saying the aspect of Final Fantasy just feels so overdone and I'm over it. I That's wanna... why I like things like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Where it is a a like a square game, but it's way different. Yeah. So I do think Final Fantasy is poised for like a return to fantasy though. Proper fantasy. Yes. Because for a long time now it's been very like Technolog- te- technologically inspired. Yeah. Uh, politically inspired, even there's yeah. always like conflicts between government organizations and stuff. Like I want to get 
Yeah. Ten, well, no, 10 was fantasy. What do you mean? 10 was more of that turning point where it was very heavily influenced by like like political stuff. Yeah. But it didn't have the super mega future aspects that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you go back further, seven, 7 was very technological. And, yeah. But Which, it was, it's still it's one of the fantasy. most fondly remembered. It's fantasy. It's not meant it, to it be. It walked the line really well. Yeah. Yeah. That's We're, why it's a, still a great game. And that's yeah. why they're re releasing it. Not yeah. because everyone wanted it. Mostly because everyone wanted it. <laughs> We've been whining about it for years. Yes. Let's be real. Yeah, let's let's be completely honest. Zach. Here. Yeah. Have you been playing Red Dead Redemption online? I have. Red Uh-oh. Dead Redemption 2 online. I'm sorry. I have. Tell what us the bugs. Uh, Tell us the bugs. The world <laughs> as, uh, is empty. Is it really? It is empty. Yeah. So Sounds it, like another game we've been talking about <laughs> today. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. It so it is a beta. Uh-huh. Uh, a release gradually for people who bought the games at certain stages. Yep. Uh, there's a few missions. There's a few stranger missions. Um, there are very few NPCs mm-hmm. that are roaming throughout the world. And then the main issue right now is that the economy is broken. Okay. Uh, so basically you earn very little, but everything costs an exorbitant amount of money. So you, you just feel like you're not making any progress? You don't. So you basically you have to pay money to uh, keep up your ammo stock. Uh, okay. You have to pay money to maintain your camp and to set up your camp. Uh, you have to pay money to basically buy food and stock for mm. your horse. Mm-hmm. So basically you're spending more money than what you're actually making. It doesn't sound fun at all. It sounds like day-to-day life it, and our work and paycheck. It is very grindy. <laughs> you're, just, you're, you're spending money on all this mundane stuff instead of anything fun. So Bummer. You, so the best way to kind of make money right now, if you're not super high level, is basically to go hunting. So you go for a full day in-game hunting, you can make about 40 bucks. Okay. But that doesn't get you to work because, like, some rifles cost a thousand dollars. Holy crap! To get a haircut is fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, five percent of that's what like you real make, life. Wow, what you make in a day <laughs> that is surprisingly accurate. And so, to kind of the difference when you loot a body online, you get nine cents. When you loot a body in the campaign mode or the story mode, uh, you get about two or three dollars. Okay. So, so the, it sounds like they just artificially throttled the economy in, in the online mode yeah. to stretch it out, to make the whole experience last longer, right? Uh, yes, and to make it a little bit fairer, I get it. Like People can't get the high-powered weapons and all these crazy horses and super good stuff mm-hmm. early on. Uh, but then again, it's really hard to access. Are, do the weapons and stuff really make that big of a difference? They do, yeah. Oh, okay. they, they really do. The the uh, the velocity rounds or the higher caliber weapons mm-hmm. or the higher level weapons um, are just harder to access, and they're better. Okay. And for another example, like the bow is one hundred twenty five dollars. Yeah, a bow and arrow. Yeah, that like, doesn't a, make any logical sense either. So it's a lot of grinding and a lot of nothing. Just to get these simple things. Did I read that Bethesda has already committed to address some of these complaints? Did you read that anywhere? I thought I saw an article that said they have already heard the feedback from the player base on the tedium. And you, the, mean the slow you mean Rockstar? That's what I meant to say. Yeah, yes. you yes. said Bethesda. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Did, did I, they comment on that? Did you I read that? I haven't heard anything okay. back. Uh, okay. They announced, uh, they said thank you for playing the beta and everything like that, but I haven't heard anything back. Them. I'm just gotcha. assuming they're gonna have to do something. Hey guys, thanks it, for playing our beta. Sorry we throttled it all back. People are gonna drop off pretty quick if you have to grind for like days and days to get a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, you know, buy a, a decent weapon. Uh, it is problem. the wild west. That's true. Draw. 
So like there's a horse which is, you know, a thousand dollars, but then there's another horse that's like thirty six gold bars. And so they added this <laughs> What? <laughs> so basically you could do missions and you get gold nuggets. A hundred gold nuggets makes one gold bar. Right. Oh. But we're assuming that there's gonna be microtransactions where you can be where you can buy gold bars. Yeah. yeah. And therefore buy That's a problem. certain things. Does GTA online yes. have something like that in place? <laughs> they yes, do. They do. So you can buy some kind of currency you can buy money. with real money. You, you, you can, can buy money. Yeah. You can with buy money. money. I think it's like I think it's like twenty bucks per million dollars in game. But uh one thing that Rockstar has done is with GTA, they do like double cash or double experience weekends, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But with this, it's empty. It's the economy is busted. Yeah. Um, and it, it, there's nothing really to do. So to like, even to form a permanent posse is like $200 in game. Wow. Really? Yeah. You so, can't just roll with some people. <laughs> you <laughs> can do a temporary posse, but it's only yeah. up to four people. Okay. You get a small camp. Wow. <sighs> Sounds so, riveting. I mean, it's new. It just rolled out. It's and beta. I, I'm sure beta. GTA Online had similar problems when it first rolled out. Yeah, well, dude, yeah, there's a dumpster fire. It just wouldn't work. Yeah. Oh, that's a big problem. <laughs> yeah. It just wouldn't work. This okay. works, but right. Um, so yeah, they'll, they'll tinker. There's on a lot it. of work got to still be done. I hope they fix it though, because that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. That that I could have been one of the big selling points of this game, okay. and giving it longer legs. Uh, we'll see. They got that right. Killian is kind of like my Red Dead buddy. Yeah. Uh, so me and him been talking about it, but I asked him to play. So the first day that we played together, he was kind of like, "Nope, not into this." I'm out. <laughs> he loved yeah. the campaign, though. He told he me loved that, it. and he finished it, and it was fantastic. I played Red Dead Online for a few days, and then went back to the campaign. I was like, the amount of stuff, the amount of NPCs, the amount of people. Yeah. How full this game feels online is yeah. so much better than or offline. It's right. So much better than online. Yeah. yeah. Well. It was more designed for it to be a solo game, and the online feels like it's kind of being tacked on almost. It worked with the GTA, but the, it does it. I mean, it can't work with every game. the The characters and the little few story missions you have in game are really uh, uh, thought out, mm-hmm. and the voice acting and the characters are really good. Uh, but the bugginess and like, I think we we queued up for. Uh, story mission like three different times. Got the mm. same mission over and over. <laughs> oh, it's just randomized or what? Got uh, it. We don't know what happened, but oh. it was just we beat the mission once. We should have moved on, but we never did. Right. Okay. So there's some issues. Bugs. With bugs. Yeah. Bugs. Check in in a few months and see. Uh, what in a few changed. months, <laughs> if we're still well, here. It sounds like there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah. So yeah, I think it'll take some time. Well, hey Zach, we're coming up here soon. Yeah. So uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. What's do up? you have one for us? I do. Uh, I you like do. that? Came through. You for like us. that? Well phrased sir so Thank you. this yeah. took some digging and oh, wow. i'll give you the background of why i thought of this question Ooh, cool. so recently britain allowed me to borrow guitar hero yeah live guitar hero live guitar hero live and recently the live service did end oh yeah that's a December bummer december 1st you got so. to check it out before it ended i did that I was, was perfect was timing so happy i was okay. able to yeah uh but in that game it's all uh live footage there's uh there's no like animation or what they call full motion video mm-hmm. wait what do you mean by live Live mode. Uh, you, you've never played this game? No. So the, the core um, portion of the game, which is called Guitar Hero Live, right? Yes. It's been a while since I've played yes. it, is uh, you playing through a series of concerts from the perspective of the lead guitarist. Okay. So they staged rock shows and got an actual audience, got actual band members yep. on actual stages, and then they attached a camera to the lead guitarist, 
and he ran up on stage, did his thing, and they filmed the whole thing. Oh, cool. So the entire game is from that character's perspective. And then they filmed it multiple times, yeah. both when you're performing well, when you're performing poorly, and when everything's just kind of going okay. And, and so you're, the, yeah. the audience and your bandmates will react to your performance live, and it's, it's real footage. Whoa. It's a really cool idea and very well executed. Wow. Yeah. When did this game come out? <laughs> Uh, two years ago, two, three years ago, something. Wow. So, like that. for example, dude, uh, it, this will surprise you. I was playing and Bangerang nice. came on, yeah. but got into Bangerang and like the final moment of the song, you're just like rocking out, and everybody starts jumping on stage, and you're just super it's into great. it. it Wait, is... but you said it ended though. So there's Guitar Hero it. TV and there's Guitar Hero Live. Yeah. So Guitar Hero TV is uh, basically a live service where they are playing. Uh, songs for you so you just hop into a playlist and you just play song after song after song and okay. it's constantly updated and they're constantly playing like new stuff and different like uh types of music yeah so that series ended december 1st oh okay. so they stopped providing service to it so now all you have is guitar hero tv yeah got it or live, or live. which yeah. is still cool but uh guitar hero tv is kind of where the bulk of the songs were there yeah. was hundreds and hundreds of tracks yes. there whereas in the proper game there's maybe 40 50 something like not, that yeah. like yeah, a typical guitar hero game lot, why would they end it because it costs money to pay licensing probably on all these uh, songs and to keep right. updating the playlists and yeah well hey sorry I, didn't mean but I was curious that is where my question came from cool uh-huh. and so my question is what is the very first video game with a uh, full motion video in it oh man Night Trap. Um, Night Trap. It's definitely before Night Trap. No. I want to say Mist, but I feel like it could go back even further and this, than that. And let me specify, it also includes Arcade. Oh, dang. <sighs> As well. So I still think... FMV. FMV. What is that? I mean, there's games that... It's basically li- live action video, so they, it's basically video included into the video game. Yeah. No, I know, I know, but what is FMV? Full motion video is what oh, it stands for. Oh, okay. It's it's basically just a person being filmed and put into the game in one right. I'm still... I'm, st- I'm sticking with Night Trap. I think that was... And I'll that put, was like 94, 95. That was way, way before there that... Was, that. There was stuff. Well, no, Night Trap was like ninety four or ninety five. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. And I'll put disclaimer out there. Sega CD, man. What? Sega CD. Maybe it was ninety two or ninety three, but it was early nine, early to mid nineties. I'll put disclaimer out there. We're not always super great about the accuracy of our questions, so uh, that's true. I'm I'm feeling pretty good about it, but hmm. I mean, the fact that you said arcade makes me want to gravitate toward arcade. But do you know of any off the top of your head? Because I don't. Aerosmith. What Aerosmith? what, was Guitar Hero? <laughs> no, there was a, there was an Aerosmith game in arcades that definitely had FMV in it. Oh. I can't remember what it was called. It was called like Revolution or something like that. All right. Maybe NARC? Hey, guys, tune in next week. <laughs> yeah. uh, How many well, guesses do I get? Find out the answer. One. <laughs> Absolutely one. I'm, I guess I'll go with that Aerosmith, Aerosmith right. game. Oh, I keep yawning. I'm so tired. Okay. Um, Hey, guys. Thank you for listening, of course. Uh, don't forget to find us on the social medias. Yep. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. And then don't forget to check us out on iTunes or your podcast streaming service of choice, rather. Search up VG Pharmacy, video, right? Video Game Pharmacy. Video Game Pharmacy. And yep. then uh, thank you to NWCC Radio, of course. As always, for letting us use your studio, you guys are amazing. Yep. We love your faces. Thank you so we'll much. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great day, and we'll talk more about the Gaming Awards next week. Yeah, we will. We will. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. The pharmacy is now closed. Is now closed. Is now closed. Is now closed. 
Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>